I'm finally getting the kinks out of this Twitch Twitch streaming stuff. It's been a while since I've done it. So I was a little rusty. Anyway, I figure I might as well just go ahead and knock out the rest of the book of Micah. So here we are. We're going to get right to it. Micah chapter 6. Once again, we're reading out the New Living Translation. Here we go. The Lord's case against Israel. Listen to what the Lord is saying. Stand up and state your case against me. Let the mountains and hills be called to witness your complaints. Mm. Interesting. And now, O mountains, listen to the Lord's complaint. He has a case against his people. He will bring charges against Israel. Oh, my people, what have I done to you? What have I done to make you tired of me? In the Christian Standard Version, it says, My people, what have I done to you? Or how have I wearied you? Testify against me. Or in, back in the NLT, it says, Answer me. For I brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from slavery. I sent Moses, Aaron, and Miriam to help you. Mm. Don't you remember my people? How King Balak of Moab tried to have you cursed and how Balaam, son of Baor, blessed you instead? Oh, that was a very, go back and read that old story about Balaam and Balak. And the donkey and all that, the talking donkey. donkey. And remember your journey from Acacia Grove to Gilgal when I, the Lord, did everything I could to teach you about my faithfulness? Mm. God reminded, he's reminded them of all the times he came through. Verse 6, what can we bring to the Lord? Should we bring him burnt offerings? Should we bow before God most high with offerings of yearlings, of yearling calves? Should we offer him thousands of rams and 10,000 rivers? And 10,000 rivers of olive oil? Should we sacrifice our firstborn children to pay for our sins? Uh-oh, here we go. Verse 8. No, O people, the Lord has told you what is good, and this is what he requires of you. Do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Or in the Christian Standard Version says, Mankind, he has told each of you what is good, and what is it is the Lord requires of you, to act justly, to love faithfulness, and to walk humbly with your God. It's a memory verse that's quoted a lot. All right, Israel's guilt and punishment. Verse 9, fear the Lord if you are wise. His voice calls to everyone in Jerusalem. The armies of destruction are coming. The Lord is sending them. What shall I say about the homes of the wicked filled with treasures gained by cheating? What about the disgusting practice of measuring out grain with dishonest measures? 
How can I tolerate your merchants who use dishonest scales and weights? The rich among you have become wealthy through extortion and violence. Your citizens are so used to lying that their tongues can no longer tell the truth. Therefore, I will, wow, I will wound you. Mm, I will wound you. I will bring you to ruin for all your sins. You will eat, but you will eat, but never have enough. Your hunger pains and emptiness will remain. And though you try to save your money, it will come to nothing in the end. You will save a little, but I will give it to those who conquer you. You will plant crops, but not harvest them. You will press your olives, but not get enough oil to anoint yourselves. You will trample the grapes, but get no juice to make your wine. You keep only the laws of evil King Omri. You follow only the example of wicked King Ahab. Therefore, I will make you an exa- I will make an example of you, bring you to complete ruin. You will be treated with contempt, mocked by all those who see you. Hmm. Man, it's pretty sad. says before all of creation the lord presents these the tony evans notes by the way before all of creation lord presents his lawsuit regarding his people's infidelity his point is solid god is not at fault for his people's choices they are the lord's argument goes to the core of his relationship with israel first he says i brought you up from the land of egypt and redeemed you from that place of slavery the exodus was the most significant event in the history of Israel. Second, God gave Israel great leaders, including Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. Third, God provided protection in the nation's journey to the promised land when he intervened in the matter of King Balak of Moab and Balaam, son of Baor. Balak wanted Balaam to pronounce a curse upon Israel. Instead, God commanded Balaam to pronounce a blessing. That was in the end, Numbers chapters 22 through 24. What God wants is your love and obedience. He's a personal God and expects a personal relationship. He also expects you to love your neighbors by doing them good and ministering to their needs. The answer to what it is that the Lord requires is simple. Every person is to act justly, to love faithfulness, and to walk humbly with God. Religion becomes authentic when it demonstrates itself in the equitable application of biblical truth in order to meet the needs of the people in God's name. Go see James chapter 1 verse 27. It's possible to get everything you want but not be satisfied. True satisfaction is found in God. Omri and Ahab were two wicked kings who ruled over the northern kingdom. Yeah, we read about them before all right Ryo. once again chewthebible.com is up and running finally finally i've been talking about that forever since over a year now and uh if you go to the store on chewthebible.com click on the link on the little button it'll take you to the store if you would like a hoodie if you would like a chew the bible hoodie go ahead Check it out. Till next time, y'all. God bless. I'm gonna do one more. I'm gonna do chapter seven to close it out. I'll be back. Romans three twenty three says, "For all have sinned 
or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.